This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This should be Apple's most triumphant moment of the year, the release of its latest flagship iPhone. Instead, the company is dealing with more government scrutiny and a revolt among its own employees. So what's going on here? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining us to talk about Apple's many issues is our Apple reporter, Ian Sure. So there is a lot going on with Apple, but let's start with this uh, hashtag Apple II movement. What is it? It's really interesting. You know, there is basically a growing backlash within Apple about its culture. And this is not special to Apple, right? We've been hearing for over the years now about Facebook and Google and a bunch of tech companies facing a bunch of pushback around not handling sexual harassment well, not dealing with persistent problems of a toxic workplace, hostile work environments, all sorts of stuff. But what's interesting about Apple is that in a lot of ways, it seemed to stay above the fray until uh, this year. And what's happening now is that it we're getting this kind of sense from a number of employees that the siloed nature of Apple, which is really you know part of what has made it Apple, right? This this extreme secrecy, the fact that teams are separated from one another. It's kind of like Fight Club in there, right? You never talk about Fight Club, and the reality is that that has also apparently created in a culture of fear where people don't feel comfortable talking about when there are bad things that happen at that company. And as a result, there appears to be a lot of bad things that have happened that Apple has not dealt with. And what are some of those, I guess, specific complaints or issues being brought up by some of these employees? Yeah, if you read through um, our story on CNET, but also there's a, a Medium uh, post by this group, Apple Two, right? Which is kind of, you know, they're, they're obviously playing off of the Me Too movement name and whatnot, but they've been collecting stories from hundreds of Apple employees and admittedly a lot of them from retail, right? So that is a different arm of the company, but still uh, from a bunch of different employees sharing stories about being harassed, about encountering sexism and racism and also being, you know, manipulation, just crazy stuff that appears to have happened in a lot of these situations. Now, uh, we haven't been able to independently verify these, right? A lot of them are actually being shared anonymously, uh, which speaks to the fear that a lot of these people have about what's going on. But I think what's that what's really, if you read some of these stories, they're heartbreaking about, you know, people getting fired after coming back from maternity leave or people being, uh, you know, just targeted for harassment by a boss. 
And the, the the constant thread we read is that Apple's administrative teams, right, their HR people or their ER people, employee relations, which are kind of that extra step after HR, right? There's kind of HR for the administrative side, and then employee relations is supposed to help the employees end of it. And uh, it just the the what these people claim over and over is that these teams just fail to take care of them. And so what what exactly are employees asking for? Is there is there sort of a list of demands anywhere? Yeah, so there's actually a number of open letters that have been sent uh, both to Tim Cook, the CEO and executives. Uh, and, and most recently, again, on that Apple II website that was created, uh, an open letter was shared very publicly asking for a host of different things, right? Among them, you know, reevaluating a lot of the complaints that have been made over the years around sexism and racism and whatnot, but also really kind of revamping the way that the company handles its employees. You know, the, the this this constant thread that we read through all of these stories suggests a, a major problem with Apple's administrative teams. Now, uh, we don't have uh, any sense of what Apple's doing at the moment to fix any of these issues or whether these are a bunch of isolated in incidents. You know, you have to remember that Apple has over 140,000 employees. But, you know, even this many complaints coming up all at once suggests there's something serious going on. And all of the requests that are being made right now is to confront it head on and to really live up to a lot of the ideals that we hear from Tim Cook on uh, a regular basis about diversity and inclusion and taking people seriously when they have concerns. Right. And what, what has Apple said about this? So largely, they have kept quiet about it. They say that whenever an employee raises a concern that they investigate it, which you would expect Apple to say. And they also say they don't want to talk about individual employee situations. Uh, this has been particularly problematic because uh, one of the more high profile people who have been sharing her stories on Twitter uh, was fired by Apple, supposedly for leaking product secrets. Again, no, uh, no proof that we've seen so far. But in that case, uh, you know, they didn't want to talk about that individual employee. And so it, it kind of sits at the situation where it's very much, you know, a bunch of employees say one thing, Apple either says or doesn't say another thing, and it's kind of stuck in the middle. And look, I, this is a story that we've seen now a bunch of times over and over, right? I mean, uh, when there was uh, walkouts and protests at Google, when there was pushback at Facebook, there was the same type of problem where you know, we in the public only have a slice of the information. And, you know, thankfully, a number of the employees have decided to to speak up. Right. And, you know, labor laws allow them to speak up about these types of issues and to share their stories. And so we are able to understand them, but we don't know Apple's side of it. And that doesn't mean Apple is automatically, you know, not responsible or that it's automatically to be believed or not to believe. But it's very much a one-sided conversation right now. Got it. And taking a step back, because as you know, this isn't the only company dealing with this, right? Google is in the middle of a National Relations Labor Board trial uh, dealing with its employees. Amazon has has had a number of folks who have spoken out about the, the practices and the environment there. I'm curious, relatively speaking, like in terms of the scrutiny, the heat that Apple is getting, uh, 
how does it sort of stack up against some of these other companies? You know, I think that it seemed as though Apple was going to be able to avoid a lot of the pressure that these companies were under. And now we're learning that, um, you know, Apple may be special in terms of the products it puts out, but its organizational structure seems to have a lot of the same common problems that these companies do. And the larger question I think Apple needs to answer, right, regardless of how much of these stories are are able to be panned out, how much of it, you know, is is how much there is there, is that Apple has a huge problem with how employees feel they're being treated. And that that is something you can't take away, no matter what you say. And one of the things Apple, I think, needs to confront as it grows as a company and as it is an, a leader of industry is how to deal with this. You know, a lot of other industries have employees who speak up against them as well. Walmart, right? You've got you've got a coal industry. I mean, you just go on and on and on. And I think the difference here is that, first off, those industries often are facing much more regulatory pressure. <laughs> and Apple and the tech industry, for the most part, has been able to avoid that. Uh, but also that it's kind of now, you know, a lot of people look at retail jobs and they're like, yeah, that's a really tough job. It's 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 not, you know, people aren't going to enjoy it as much. And they look at, at workers in Silicon Valley making their large paychecks and they say, oh, boo-hoo for you. And the reality is that these are human beings who have had horrible experiences, some of them life-alteringly terrible. And so just to believe that because they have a cushy work environment and because they live in one of the richest places in the world, they still have feelings and emotions and are impacted by what happens to them. And I think that our perceptions about these companies need to change to take that stuff seriously. Hmm. That's a good point. Uh, I We could spend all day on this, but there are a number of other issues Apple's facing. And I did want to talk a little bit about them, at least touch upon some of those issues, because there are a number of regulators eyeing Apple. What, what's going on in, in that realm right now? Because it's, that's equally problematic for this company. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the other stuff that's going on for Apple is that this is a, a large and growing piece of a, of, a, of a pie that they are dealing with in terms of just all of these things coming together. So there is a bunch of different regulators now across the globe who are starting to come down on Apple. South Korea has, uh, at this point, pretty much, uh, they have a law now who that would force the App Store to change and actually force the way that Apple runs its App Store to uh, effectively open up and allow app developers to use alternate payment processing systems, which is something Apple has resisted for over a decade. There is the lawsuit with Epic Games, the people who made Fortnite, uh, which Apple largely won uh, when we found the when we got the ruling from the judge a couple weeks ago. But even in that case, there's still an appeal being set up, and the judge very strongly criticized Apple throughout her uh, throughout her judgment and suggested that if the laws were slightly different or if a better case had been made, Apple may have been found to be a monopoly and breaking antitrust laws. And so you you look at all this stuff together, right? In, in Capitol Hill, there's definitely appetite to come down on the tech industry. You just see the sense that there is a lot going after Apple and, uh, you know, not just them, but they are one of the largest 
parts of the tech industry. And so it's no surprise that they are being targeted and that they are coming under extreme scrutiny in a way that I've covered this company for over a decade. I haven't seen this kind of scrutiny happen to them before. Yep, yep. Uh, and it's telling that you know on the eve of the release of the iPhone 13 and 13 Pro, you know we're not necessarily talking about the phone. We're talking about some of these other issues. Ian, thank you for your time. You can check out his story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at the Daily Charge, or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co/dailycharge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For the Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.